0: Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome
1: to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC.
0: Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited.
1: Hello again everyone and welcome to Belmont Banter and today I've got on the end of the phone um, well, it's not Lee Bossum, but it's Mr. Bossum Senior. It's Dougie Bossum. How are you doing, Dougie? I'm great, Tony. Thank you. Good, good. It's lovely to talk to you. Now you know how this works, because we put your son through the mill on this, and he came out with a few little gems. One, one of which was that he was always falling out with you, even when he, he was your man. You were his manager.
0: Uh, untrue. I'm the dapper in this <laughs> show.
1: Love it, love it. All right, okay. So go. Let's start with your football career. Earliest memories. When when did you first get involved playing football?
0: Um, when I was at school and uh, playing for the uh, youth club, and uh, you know, I mean, up until about when I was about fifteen. Um, like I say, I joined Snowdown reserves. Then when I was fifteen, I did uh, started work at the Snowdown Colliery. And I became a minor when I was 15. And, um, you know, Snowdown then was the club to go and play for. They were one of the biggest in the Kent League, the old Kent League. And, uh, you know, it was a privilege to go and train there and play there.
1: Yeah, it's quite remarkable the way that people talk about it with such affection. I mean, I've got an association myself with the club and uh, also with the mining through my uncle jack jack Lockerbie. Jack
0: Lockerbie. yeah
1: jack Lockerbie. so yeah, he was
0: i was on jack Lockerby. yeah
1: yeah good lad good lad yeah. and i i am um, i know the club i mean i know elsham club because as a family we used to come over to elsham and uh, my two brothers and i we used to spend you know a good few few weeks with uncle jack and uh, oh, was, yeah really good yeah so all the girls and No, that's good, that's good. All right, well, we've reminisced a little bit, but it's uh, it's we're chatting about football. But this is, a, this is a strange thing about you you lads, you and your son. This Snowden just keeps coming back all the time, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's an old club, like I say, and it goes back many years. It's the only club, I believe, that had four, eleven 11 internationals just during the war and just after the war. They all played for Snowden. My goodness me. So, you know, I mean, they were a top club. They had very good uh, following. You know, I mean, you're talking about two, 3,000 people. There were 10,000 uh, cup final at Gillingham. I and mean, that must have been in about 1950-odd somewhere. Goodness me. Now, now my, uh, you my, know, my idea is... Been... Then it was a pleasure, you know, I mean, to go go to Snowdown or be asked to come up training
1: and go, you know, go into and follow that footsteps. Oh, it's fantastic. Now, when I used to go over there we used to go to the welfare club. Is that where is that where the actual ground was? Yeah,
0: that's just further up from that, yeah. Oh right, I know, yeah. In Spinny Lane, what they call Spinny Lane.
1: So not far from the fire station then?
0: Uh just at the back of it. It was like it joined on the back of it.
1: Yeah, great. Okay, well I've got a picture of where it is and we painted a bit of a picture for everyone else. Now I can't believe. Well, you're you're the you're the historian as far as the uh, Snowden's concerned. I can't believe that such a great club now has. Well, I wouldn't say falling into disrepair. That'd be totally unfair. Totally unfair. And that's not the case. But where they got off yeah. to such a flying start, why didn't they then progress a bit further?
0: It was so all to do with the colliery. The cowlery uh, subsided. The actual playing of uh, football snowdown colliery oh, right. and um you know i mean when the pit started to dwindle then you know the spectators started to dwindle the players went away and they, they couldn't afford the big top wages you know what i mean you, you had big people who used to come and play at snowdown and eventually you know i mean it just dropped away and uh, like i say there was no support from the colliery because it was shutting and it shut in 86 you know what i mean and uh
1: No money being made. I I presume, and this is only an, uh, an assumption on my part, that there must be a very strong Welsh connection because of all the mining.
0: people in the snowden committee
1: oh that's fantastic we
0: had a big big following a very big following of uh, you know i mean from the miners themselves like i say they came here to work
1: you your playing career you started at snowden at say what did you say 15
0: that's fifteen.
1: and how long did you stay well how long did it take you to get into the first team oh about mm, about three years
0: maybe four years because you had to go through the reserves and, uh, you know, I mean, if you weren't happy in the reserve, you had to go and play local football and then get back. But you had to train twice a week there. And it was really hard because they were really good players. Do you know what I mean? I, the man that uh, I first went there as a manager was Led Martin and Bruce Bryson. Yeah. Bruce Bryson was a Scottish international, I believe. Do you know what I mean? And Les Martin, was he was an inter, uh, a professional player. And they were managers there and players. And it was very difficult to get into the actual side. You had to work very hard. You know, what I mean, I—I could like I say I, it took me two or three years. I left and I went and played rugby because um, I wasn't getting what I thought uh, I should be playing in the first team. So you either went away or you just you had you had to work hard to get there. And like I say I played rugby. I did everything, and then I eventually
1: got in the first team. And, uh, you know, it went from there. You would have been then in the old Kent, what was the old Kent League? That was quite a decent yes, league, Kent though. League, yes. That was quite a decent league, wasn't it? It was a very
0: good league. You had very good players in there. And uh, there was abundance of players. It was, you know I mean? Um, they came from all over, you know I mean, to want to play in the Kent League, and like Snowdown, Woodstable, Margate, Ramsgate. These were cup games every day, you know what I mean? Because you knew them players. And if there was a rivalry there, you know, I mean, you
1: had to fight to get in the place to play that game. Yeah, definitely. And then you've got the likes of, uh, you, you mentioned Margate quite rightly, but then you had Dover as well in there. Dover, oh, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Deal. Um, Deal, yeah. Oh, Deal's always been a, a powerhouse as well. No, yeah, Funston, you know, I mean, uh, I can
0: remember going to watch folks in Snowdown when I was a kid. And there must have been what three thousand pl- uh, people there at the game. Incredible. That was right, like, you know what I mean. But uh, as the years go on, you know, what I mean, the spectators stop coming, yeah. and it was really hard to, uh, you know, what I mean, to generate people to come and watch.
1: Yeah, def- definitely, very difficult. Um, who was the manager while you were there? Was it the same Scottish, the, the other guy you just yeah, mentioned? Martin now? and yeah. uh,
0: Bruce Bryson. Was he a hard taskmaster? Very much so. You know what I mean. Um, Bruce was a little Scotchman. He stood about five foot four and he packed a punch of a heavyweight, you know what I mean? So, you <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he, he didn't lack any hustling uh, with him, you know what I mean? you get on and do what you were told, and it was good though, it was hard. You, yeah. you got brought up that way, you know what I mean? It was, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Take the kicks. And in those days, you know what I mean? I'm talking about kicking, you know what I mean? People used to put you in the stand they didn't threaten to put you in they, they did put you in the stand you know what I mean yeah. but it was, it was it was one of them that you know what I mean it made me the person I was anyway when I
1: played so how long did you actually stay at Snowden as a player then?
0: I stayed there until I was about, I don't know until 68 so it must have been well about 6 years I've told and then I signed for Brett Sports yep. in 69 yeah. and uh, I think it was the manager was Peter valentine i think his name was he was a school teacher and um i was playing at snowdown and uh, you know i mean it was like locked on the door would i like to sign for Brett's? well yeah you know i mean why not It's a step up i believe you know they'd only just started off they've been going about a couple of years and there was, there was good players there you're talking
1: about bobby pierce trevor pierce colin tomlins you remember colin tomlin yes I-
0: all these names, all these names are coming back to me.
1: You just mentioned Brett Sporks. I haven't heard that name mentioned for years.
0: Yeah, no, it went. You know, I mean, it lasted, I think, about three or four years, and then it just kind of dropped away. The old man Brett, he was a great bloke. You know what I mean? He used to turn up on a Saturday. You know the coach ready for you. You get your little brown envelope, and he used to shake your hand, and, and you get on the bus and go. He was a great bloke. He was a, he was a player, very oh, good player. <clears throat>
1: Old school, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. How long did you stay at Brett Sports for then?
0: I only played there a season. And I, well, because I, was, as you say, I was working at the colliery, and it was very difficult. That uh, you know, I had to train twice a week, play on a Saturday. I was on like on game shift, it was like five o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? And so it, it got that way that I was more struggling on a training night. So eventually, I returned to Snowden and uh, Keith Owen.
1: Keith Owen was manager then at Snowdon, and I returned to uh, Snowden. You're a bit like Lee. Well, Lee was flitting between Snowden and Whitstable. You did your yeah. Brett Sporks and then back to Snowden. How long did you stay the second time then? Mm,
0: phew, how long was I there for? Uh, about return to, uh, I think it was about three years, something like that. And then Whitstable Town came in for me. Bill Craig. Great. great guy. That was 70, 70 the late 70s, 72, I played for Bill. he knocked on my door, walked in the house and said, Doug, I want to sign you. And uh, I went, no problem at all, Mr Craig. And uh, he said, there's seven or eight other Elsham lads that I've got playing for me, come and join us. And which I did. And I never looked back. Nice. He was a manager that you believed everything he said and did, you know what I mean? Because he'd done it and uh, he'd just give you the free reign, play. He didn't, you know, it he, he was no tactics with Bill. Go out and play. You know, I know what you've got. We know what you're doing. Just go out and play. And that was Bill. He was a he was a, a great manager for me. Yeah. And a great friend as well.
1: What position did you play?
0: I played up front. I was centre forward then. i scored uh, score goals. That's what I was there for. And i scored score goals. Um, regular on a, you know, I mean, every game. I was I'm somewhere around there. And I had players around me, the likes of Cyril Simpson. I'm from Gillingham. What a player, Cyril Simpson! He was a player that uh, he read the game before the ball, he even received the ball. You know, I mean, he, yeah. he was so talented. He was one of them that, you know, if you didn't learn off him, then it wasn't wasn't worth learning. But um, there was there a was good time. Big Barry Robson stood six, foot four. He used to kick you before you got out onto the pitch, you know, just to warn you. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> but Barry was Barry, you know what I mean. There was, <laughs> there was a lot of good lads then when I signed there.
1: Yeah, lovely, lovely.
0: You know, what I mean, they're still around. Big John Newman. Um, yeah. I don't hear of John anymore. You know, what I mean, I I don't know if he's what he's doing or anything. But he was a he was a witsful lad through and through.
1: Alan Schilling. you know Alan Shilly. He was, what a player Alan was. For, yeah, I know he was. Yeah, Alan could have gone a long way, couldn't he? Very, very. Yeah, he
0: should have gone a long yeah, way. Yeah, I but agree with he had you. A little bit of guidance, and he you know know—he'd
1: have made it. He was a good player. Yeah, he was a good player. You've just mentioned two two lads that I know well, John John and and Alan. I know both of them very well. I, you're quite right. I haven't seen John Newman for years. I'll have to find yeah. out where he is. He either he'd have some stories to tell.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was a good lad, John was. Well, I'd say you know, I mean, Town to me. It's like my second home. I've visited now, you know, I love walking down the high street, and I still see people, that are, you know, years ago. You know, Bruce is gone. Um, you know, George Gifford, I don't know if he's still alive. Um, I'm
1: um, a little bit unsure about it, George. I think he might still be. I think think he's in a home. I think
0: he must be 100 He's in day. You know what I mean? Yeah. What a man he was. What he a man. With, with, he built work with somebody, you know what I mean? Uh, he was... He was a great bloke, George, and his wife. You'd get a couple of tears. You walk to the gate. You'd say, "Go eat tea." Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know. she was good.
1: Yeah, yeah. that was
0: good times there. It was.
1: We were then? It Was good times, mm-hmm. and and we had a very good side. And do you know the frustrating thing about it? When you look back through the history, you you wonder. I know, I know that promotion wasn't the same as it is now. The league, the pyramids was all different. But it, it always amazes me with the quality sides that we had there that A, that we never won more Cups, and B, that we never got promoted.
0: Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. And do you know the reason, which is my personal reason, I think money came into it. Uh, when I played for Craigie back in 70s, 72, 73, yeah. there was no money such. you got expenses for running a car. I used to bring my car, and I got about three quid, I think. Yeah. And that... It was a privilege to play at Winstable, and uh, when the money started coming in, and the Hermbays Bays, and the Fabishams and all this chucking money around, it killed it killed the local football, yeah. and it didn't give them people a chance. Where Winstable, all right, if Winstable had a millionaire in them days, maybe, you know, they'd have gone further, but he just killed football, I believe that, you know, players went there just for the money, in the end, the local football, I don't think it's worth it, I really don't. No.
1: You would have been, you would have caught, Joe was a chairman at the time you were there, wasn't he? No, um, of course,
0: that was before Joe uh, got there. It was? Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think he was, uh I can't remember who was chairman then. I'll mm. be honest.
1: Yeah. Oh, Charlie Ridge. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Oh right. Okay, Charlie Ridge. Yeah, pictures up in the yeah. club, in the clubhouse still.
0: Yeah, old oh, Charlie. I can remember the first time I met me. He was a physio, and he became chairman. And uh, I broke my nose. Well, this dog hit me like you know, and he, I broke my nose. And at half time I come over, and it was still pumping with blood. Charlie came in. He said, Doug, let me look at it. And he looked at it, he got my nose and he went bush and he straightened my nose like that. Oh, ho, ho,
1: ho. And, and I went out and I
0: played in the second half, no problem at all. My and God. then about six weeks later, I had to go into hospital and get my nose done properly, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it was bent a little bit on the end. But oh, Charlie did that, I always remember
1: that. what oh, a man. Dear. He what a man. What a, when did your sort of playing career finish? Did you finish at Whistler or did you go back to Snowden? Oh, I out. Um I
0: went to I signed for Canterbury City after I left Winchester. Uh Back in, you know, in, yeah, in the 73 I signed for Canterbury City In the Southern League, Division 1 and the Kent Floodley League Yeah, they
1: were they were flying as well, weren't
0: they? That was a good sight, you know, I mean, you had the likes of, um, what? Ian Finch, yep. Terry Norm, Pete, Pete Pryor, Dave Wilson, Bob Arab wow. Alan Jones, Nicky Wilson, Roger Wedge Wilkinson Wick- brothers Johnny and uh, what's that Bob? They were players at Canterbury. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what, a, what, a, what a star Bob Arrow. I love the bloke. He was so honest and so truthful. You know what I mean? As a player, he was a great bloke. Bob, poor old Bobby's gone now. I know, but he was a good bloke. Yeah, good bloke. But I also remember the first time I met him. It was a training night. We'd had a little kickabout and whatever, and then we went into a five-a-side. I didn't realize I just kicked him and he stopped the game. Like Bob, he said, Don't. He said, Where are you from? I said, Well, Elsham. He said, I knew that. When you kicked me, he said, I knew you were from Elsham. <laughs> and me and Bob got on after that. Brilliant.
1: <laughs> Lovely. We
0: Lovely. Really good, nice, nice bloke, Bob, wasn't you there? So, And then I, I finished the Canterbury because it's the travelling, you know what I mean? You used yeah. to go. walked in the house and the wife was sitting there and she said football or me Three weeks later I finished at uh, Canterbury and I went back to Snowdon and just played local football
1: sensible man that was the end of it that was the end of it but it wasn't the end of you with football because you you then went into management how did that happen? I was just in about 7480
0: I was just doing you know a little bit of football here at Snowdon and then I started playing in the Sunday league which you do and I did a bit of coaching and I was doing the kids, you know. I mean, you didn't have to have a badge them days, no, you know what right. yeah. And uh, my wife was secretary of the uh, local school and she said, Oh, would you come down and help the kids? And I said, Yeah, no problem at all. So I went down and helped the kids. Then I went to St. Margaret's, named Bill or Bill Hay, rung me and said, Would you do some coaching over here for me? And I said, Yeah, and I started doing the coaching. And before I was, I was getting the bug then, I'm getting the bug to be a manager rather than a player. And I said, you know, I mean, I'm going to have my boots up here. I, I don't need this. And I, I stopped playing, really, on a Saturday. I, I played on a Sunday. But I'm doing more coaching and going around and uh, helping get another club. Yeah. And i really enjoyed it. And then uh, Wittsville Town run me and said, uh, would I take the reserves on? That was, I think it was about 81, 82. And, uh, Pete Merritt, was running the reserves and Bill Craig was still then manager of the first team and Pete was made up to go and help Bill in the first team. So I took on the reserves and I really enjoyed it and there were some really good local young lads in that side and they, you know it was a pleasure to bring them, bring them through yeah. and it, it was good and uh, you had your ups and downs which you do because with local with local lads you get the dads. And the dads are hanging you know, over the fence shouting at you, and oh, goodness knows what.
1: But that was part of being a manager. You know what I mean? We took it all, and uh, I loved it. It was good banter. I loved it, yeah. Good banter. Uh, any, uh, any real highlights for you stick out?
0: What, in uh, okay. being a manager? Or? Yeah, yeah,
1: as a manager. <laughs>
0: loved it, you know, I mean, I took the bouncer, I was um, I was known as a real hard 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 neck person, you know what I mean, as a manager. Uh, I used to shout, I used to moan and uh, you know, I mean I wanted hundred percent out of every player. And that's you know, that's the way that I started at Whitzwell in the reserves. And in eighty two, eighty three 83, Paul Craig resigned. And I was made up to manager then. I took on the first team then.
1: You must have been doing a good job in the reserves, then. <laughs> I, I thought I did a good
0: job in the reserves. I got all, like I said, local young lads, and they were. They, it was good. It was good. And I, you know, in the club was starting to go places. New chairman come in. Do you remember Peter Stevenson?
1: No, I don't. I don't. Yeah,
0: he was the new chairman, Peter Stevenson. That was back in I don't know, 83, 84, something like yeah. that. And he made he made a lot of changes within the club, mm. and the club really stopped playing players. You know what I mean? Uh, there was very little money around, and it was difficult times for the club. It was hard it was hard convincing players to stay uh, at Whitstable and see the season through. You know what I mean? It, it was it was difficult, and uh, I had a lot like would say a fallout. A disagreement with uh, the chairman, and there was there were bad whispers going on um, about my attitude towards um, money matters and things like that. And you know, I mean, I signed players on the understanding that they could get paid. Yeah. And if they didn't get paid, they were going to leave, and it was easy as that. And it, but it wasn't fast money, you know what I mean? It, you know, you're only talking maybe a tenner or twenty quid. You know what I mean? To, it was it was it was hard to convince a player of a better calibre to come and play for for Winsmore Town for twenty quid. The likes of the places like Hern Bay, Farish and Ramsgate, you know, I mean, they were playing fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, it, it was a difficult time, mm-hmm. and I I couldn't, uh, like I say, I I loved my job. I was working hard. And, uh, you know, I mean, I had a family and I decided, I said, I don't really need this. And I, you know, I, I walked away from football. What completely it, it, it was really hard. In 84, 85, I walked away and said, you know, sorry, Town, you know. And I believe John Newman then come and took over then.
1: Yeah, John John did have a little spell, that's true.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I, I left it, you know, I mean, I, I had to think about what I was doing. And then out of the blue in 85, 86, um, I took on Deal Town. And Deal Town me and said, you know, I mean, not we need you. Can you come over? And uh, I loved it over Deal. It was really good. The people over there was good. But it was, it was another site. It was another club that had been at the top. And then all of a sudden, the money was drying up and people didn't want to come and watch a bad side. And uh, it was hard work with it. I mean? That's part of managing. You get the good ones and you get the bad. Ones. And unfortunately, you know what I mean, uh, with Deal, I had two seasons there and it, you had to really work
1: hard to keep players there. It's very difficult, isn't it? I mean, I've heard you talking about your passion for Snowden and, you know, you weren't bothered if you got paid or not. But,
0: you know, yeah.
1: you, you're, you're you're just such an unusual case. I mean, a lot of these players, you know it, they follow the money, don't they?
0: Yeah, and I, 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 I don't, that's right, but uh, I don't sign players who want money. I want players who's going to play for the club and the shirt that they're wearing. Yeah. And if you get that, you'll get 95% a better player because he will give you everything on the path Not because he's just picking up 50, 60 quid, 70 quid. Great, if you can afford it, pay him. You know what I mean? That's great. But local cup, clubs, they couldn't afford to pay all that type of money. And it ruined the game. In the 80s, it ruined a lot of clubs, like the Whitstables, the Earl and the Fabricians, and the Deals and the Snowdams. In the end, it caught up with them. It did. There a, you know what I mean? And they all died away. If you look at the record, you look at them. They all died away until there was an influx again of uh, money people. And then it started building again. I went to after I left Deal. I I took on re- uh, the reserves at uh, Dover with Chris Kinnair. That was a that was a, a an eye opener. That was. Oh, I should imagine. Chris Kinnair was um, well. There was no tactics. Just knock the ball over the top, and we'll all run after it. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, but he got away with it. He got did. away with it. So many years at Dover and Margate, he got away with it. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Players, you know what I mean? Uh, I think Lenny Lenny Lee was one. I think Lenny Lee was one. You know, he could run ten yards, uh, do ten yards in so many seconds, and that's how he played his games at Dover. And it was a good, it was a good couple of years that I run the reserves and uh, done the training and that. I
1: loved it, it was good, yeah. That was good fun. Yeah, I, I, he came down to Whitstable once with a with a side, I don't know if it was a friendly or in a cup, but he was a bit of a character, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 very much so. After, you know, I mean, after I finished with Dover, I went to and
0: with Dennis Hunt. I don't know if you heard of Dennis Hunt. Chillingham, uh, yes. Carlton, good club, good crow, Dennis. Dennis yeah. We've it for a couple of years at Pokes and and it was very enjoyable football, we did the kids. And then we got promoted to the first team and we ran the first team, me and Dennis. It was really good. And then Neil Cuddley took over. And I think Neil's been there about 20-odd years now. Uh, he's I the, think he's the longest serving manager in the uh, in the
1: league now. He's the longest serving manager in the UK. Not only the league. Is he?
0: Yep. I think it, yeah. He? Yeah, good guy. Yeah, Neil's done a good job down
1: there. Yeah, he's a, he's a good lad. I like Neil. He's, he's yeah. a bit... Uh, when you first see him, he's a bit gruff because he's a big old lad. It looks like, oh, well, he'll take no prisoners. But if he's got time to talk, he'll stand and talk. If he hasn't yeah, got time, he's yeah, on his sorry. way. He's on his way. But, yeah, yeah oh, I, he's a nice lad. And then, yeah, I mean, uh, then, for, oh, then the, I don't know,
0: Would you say the, uh, 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 I'm a joint manager with Simon K. After I left Folkestone, oh. I came back to with which me and Simon took on the, Person.
1: I think it was um, it was, it was the manager prior to me there. Do you know? I don't Crab- know. Oh, Crabby and uh, what's his name? Goddard. Goddard, yeah. Right. Got it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, they they finished
0: and I, I was asked to, you know, come over and go to a meeting. I went and uh, Simon was there and I said, Simon, do you want to, should we do it together? I said, you're the local lad. I've been around a little bit. Let's try and put it together, and we did. You know what I mean? It started
1: off well, but unfortunately, it didn't finish well. Oh, fair enough. Circumstances are circumstances, but uh, you've been certainly had some decent jobs, in, haven't you? Football-wise, good. <laughs> my goodness me, <laughs> one of
0: them.
1: that's lovely. Do you know what? Listening to you, with the exception of Ashford, Lee's almost followed you around the leagues, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. yeah. Amazing. But was Whitstable your last manager, managerial job then?
0: Yeah, that was the end. Uh, I earned my boot up, um my career up, my manager Penciler, and after 37 years, I said, that's the day I finished. And I've never been involved with football again. And, and that was me finished. I think I think with Simon and myself, you know what I mean, uh, we're two different characters. I'm rough and ready, and Simon wouldn't say boot to a goose, you know what I mean? and no, I think a... that was the problem.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a nice gentle gentle
0: man, isn't he, uh, Simon? Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, I've got respect for him, and you know, but um, I, don't, I don't. I came from a background
1: of rough and ready, and uh, you know what I mean. You, you want to finger punch at me? Finger punch at me, but you'll get one <laughs> back, and it was easy as that.
0: Yeah, And I, that's, that's how I put my football career. I've, I played hard, and I've managed hard, and that, and you know, but.
1: The years that I had at Wimbledon were the
0: best years of my life. That's much nice as nice. playing and manager, you That's know what
1: I nice mean. And if I was, if I was old enough and good enough now, I would uh, I'd go back there. Well, I, 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 I would. <laughs> I would describe your uh, type of manager as firm but fair, and in the in the context that if they did what you asked them to do to the best of their ability, that you got the best out of them and they they, they got on with you. Is that yep. about right?
0: You're right, yeah, yeah. Even, even you know, it's like Ali. He's been around, you know, he could have done a lot better, but uh, I always say this, you know what I mean? When he was, what, 15, 16, he was a great then. The money that they were giving was unbelievable. Crazy. And huh? I always say to him, you give 100% and you'll go far. And he did, He, you know, he'd not let me down.
1: No, he's not. Well, golden boot winner. I mean, when I had spoke to him the other week, we were chatting there and he's, uh, I said to him, you know, if you're the golden boot winner in a league, as good as sometimes the league has been, that marks you down as a pretty decent player. Yeah,
0: he was well-respected. at Whistler. The crowd loved him. He was a bit of a showman sometimes, you know what I mean? He, he, loved, he loved showing, you know, stick one in the top corner and then do a swivel, you know what I mean? Oh, he,
1: yeah. I've seen him do that many times. <laughs> Yeah. Good lad. I think he
0: took it off for Eric Cantona
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lovely job. Lovely. Well, I've got to say, Dougie, it's been a pleasure to chat to you today. It really has been. We're a bit time sensitive on these, so I'll need to wrap it up now. But uh, Dougie Bossom, ex player, ex manager, ex miner, still married. (laughs)
0: I'm still going in and I love. You know, I mean, I watched the game, but like I say, I don't know I'd ever get involved again. No, I fair enough. England, uh, you know, I mean, it changed
1: from when I played to when I managed, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I agree, I agree. And uh, at least you can sit there and think, and you know yourself that you've been there and you've done it.
0: Yeah. Oh. I look at my scrapbook and I go, you know what I mean? God, did I really jump that high? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, good. that one in the top corner. That's good, isn't it? And and the proof is, yes, there's a picture of it. Yeah, that's good. Cool. <laughs> well. Cody, you know, it's been a pleasure. And um, give all my regards to people at Winstable, who I know. You know what I mean? I've never mentioned there was a couple of Do you remember Dave Reynolds? Yes. He was a gentleman. He helped build the, um, the new, uh, new bar. New stand, and, yeah, the um, bar, yeah. Oh, he was great, though,
1: Dave. Dave's good um, lad, he was, isn't he? Yeah, you know, all those
0: players, uh, old people over there, they were good. But well my regard they'll
1: they'll hear this when this goes out don't worry and uh, you've just done it for me i don't have to say it so well said so so from me here at belmont banter and uh, dougie bossum a true witch legend on the other end of the phone it's goodbye everyone and join us again soon cheers bye tony cheers thank you dougie very much indeed mate
0: whistable town football club's main sponsor is fibertech uk limited They are providers of optical fiber services to the telecoms industry, specializing in optical fiber provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter for news about local football in Kent and beyond.
1: I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers!